Welcome to Daily Mana. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. To start with, shall we bow down our heads for prayer? Our dear Heavenly Father, we honor you this time that we again are given another day, another day to celebrate life, another day to experience your goodness, another day to feast upon your word, another day to show to the world how good our God is and how great you are in our lives. We entrust to you our time together, open our hearts and our minds that we may understand your word and that it may affect our lives and it will transform the way of living. Thank you and we bless you for who you are today. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen and amen. Last year, there was a website named Esquire it released an article written by Paulo Chua. And the article contained this line, Filipinos need to earn 1.3 million pesos a year to be happy, according to study. Well, do you believe or do you agree on this? It's really much if you think about that amount. One person said that money can't buy happiness, but money can prevent you from being unhappy. Well, it can be seemingly true in our time today because this is an era of materialism. People would find often would equate happiness with having much money. People would equate success with having much wealth in life. But is this really true? Can this really happen even among Christians? Or shall this be a kind of philosophy that people today, especially the believers, shall also take. Now, in the book of Philippians, the Apostle Paul addressed the church and he mentioned things that would help us understand this matter. Let us open our Bibles in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 to 14. I'll read from the Nasby 1995 edition. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last, you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Now that I speak from want, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstance I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in my affliction. Now in this part of the letter of the Apostle Paul, he mentioned about his situation, his condition. It is clear here that he was in need. In fact, if you look at the last verse, the term that he used there was, he was in an affliction. And it is kind of ironic to look at his statement in chapter 4, verse 13, when he said, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The question now is, how can he say this? That in a very positive note, he mentioned that he can do all things. Well, relating this with materialistic society today, with the materialistic society that we live in today, we think of this as 
not really consistent because oftentimes we may be able to say I can do all things if I have much money. But how did Paul say this line that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me when he was in need, when he was in an affliction? I think the secret of the apostle had to do with another source of contentment. If you go back to chapter 2, you would see there that he mentioned the kind of attitude that a believer should have that is anchored on the very person and life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul, as a person that was transformed by the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, as a person who was commissioned to preach to the Gentiles, his life was entirely changed. And the very reason for his happiness and contentment was not related with money, was not related with wealth, was not related with whatever earnings he would have. Because while he was living as an apostle, while he was living as a minister of the gospel, he mentioned that he was able to experience being in need and being in abundance, being in want and being in prosperity. Those were the experiences that he had. But regardless of his social or economic status, Paul remained content and happy all the way. Why did he, why was he able to experience such a thing? Because his contentment is anchored on the very person of Christ. That even when he mentioned about his weaknesses, even when he mentioned about his being in need, even when he mentioned about his being in a condition which he called affliction, he remained contented. And here is something that we all need to learn. When our contentment is in Christ Jesus, our weaknesses will turn into assets. Our sadness can turn to joy or happiness. I will repeat. When our contentment is in Christ, our weaknesses will turn into assets and our sadness can turn into happiness or into joy. So this very moment, I am telling you, money may not be able to buy happiness. It may affect the way we live, but it shall not dictate our contentment and the joy that we could have in this life. Because real joy and contentment can only be experienced if we base it on our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if we follow the advice of that Esquire website, then who's going to be happy this time? Because as far as that research is concerned of the website called Expensivity, because they were the ones who conducted that research, according to them, a Filipino shall earn 1.3 million pesos a year. How many Filipinos earn this much? Maybe there are only a few. But in that case, will this tell us that only few Filipinos are happy? I, I would disagree with that matter. Because if you ask me, I don't have millions. But if you ask me how happy I am and how contented I am, oh my, I tell you, I have everything that I would need because my life is anchored in Christ Jesus our Lord. How about you? Where do you anchor your contentment? Where do you anchor your happiness? Think about this as we go through the day. God bless you all.